Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Have you ever read a book that had a significant impact on you? Maybe you read the biography of an astronaut that has inspired you to learn more about space. Or did your parents read you a book about your favorite musician that makes you want to practice your instrument even more? Today, we will learn about a book that had a significant impact on the United States before the Civil War and the lady who wrote it. Harriet Beecher was born in Litchfield, Connecticut on June 14, 1811. She was the sixth child of 11, and all her brothers grew up to be ministers like her father. In addition to being very religious, her parents were also abolitionists. An abolitionist is someone who is opposed to the enslavement of other people. While Harriet was still young, her mother passed away. Harriet was sent to live with one of her older sisters, Catherine. Catherine ran the Hartford Female Seminary, so Harriet was enrolled there. Not many women of this time were allowed to get a formal education, so Harriet was fortunate to attend the school. At the school, she studied the classics, mathematics, and languages. Once she finished her education there, she stayed on as a teacher. In 1832, Harriet moved from Connecticut to Cincinnati, Ohio. Her father moved there as well and became the Lane Theological Seminary President. Harriet taught at this seminary as well. She joined the semicolon club with two of her sisters. This was a literary and social club. Life in Ohio was very different than life in Connecticut. In Connecticut, Harriet had heard about slavery but did not have much experience with it. However, even though Ohio was not a state where slavery was legal, its neighboring state, Kentucky, did permit it. Additionally, Canada, a country where black people were free, was just across Lake Erie. Many black people came through Ohio trying to get to Canada. People all across the United States were starting to take sides on the issue of slavery. Then, a famous series of debates on slavery took place at Lane during February of 1834. The debates were won handily by the abolitionists and were written about in national newspapers. Harriet's father and the other men in charge at Lane were afraid that violence would break out, so they forbid the students to discuss the topic. This caused many students and teachers to leave the seminary. Harriet was impacted as well. The more Harriet saw and learned about slavery, the more she was against the practice. In 1836, Harriet married Calvin Stowe. They were both opposed to slavery, and they had four boys and three girls. When Congress passed the Fugitive Slave Law in 1850, Harriet was moved to share her knowledge and experience with slavery. She decided to write a fictional account about slavery. While her story would be fiction, she would account the very real horrors that had been told to her by the fleeing black people she had met in Ohio and the terrible conditions she had seen while visiting plantations in Kentucky. She also included first-hand accounts from John Andrew Jackson, a black man who stayed in her home on his way to Canada. The first installment of her book, which she titled Uncle Tom's Cabin, was published 
in the anti-slavery newspaper, The National Era. The piece was immediately popular. She continued to publish sections in the newspaper through April 1852. She published it as a book when she had the entire story written. Initially, only 5,000 copies were printed, but over 300,000 copies were sold across the United States and Great Britain in less than a year. She even traveled to Great Britain to talk about how horrible slavery was in the U.S. As I'm sure you can imagine, the reaction to the book was split in the United States. People in the South did not believe that any part of the story was true. They thought Harriet was just trying to do away with the plantation way of life. Some places even made it illegal to possess the book. She was even able to meet with President Lincoln. Upon meeting her, President Lincoln is said to have said, So you're the little woman who started the Civil War. In her later life, Harriet continued to write about political and social issues. Harriet and Calvin moved from Ohio to Florida and back to Connecticut. In Connecticut, she was a founder of the Hartford Art School, which later became part of the University of Hartford. Harriet passed away July 1st, 1896. She had just turned 85 years old. Since her passing, Harriet has been inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame, has a feast day in her honor on the liturgical calendar of the Episcopal Church, has been on a U.S. postage stamp, and has a university in Missouri named for her. Thanks for tuning in to the Inquisikids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description. Thank you.